Hello everyone, welcome to Mind Podcast 52.0, your weekly source for news, views, analysis and analysis of news. Uh, this is your favorite trio back in action. This is Adit Kapadia coming to you from yet another day in Houston. I uh, thought you were going to say Iowa. <laughs> you, you actually stole the words from not the first time. I was, Iowa was right here. But no, I, I was close to Iowa, Louisiana, which is actually written as Iowa, Louisiana uh, yesterday. So yes, I was close to Iowa, but not the Iowa where the action is happening. But as you might have heard, uh, together with me is a special guest on Mind Podcast, Suninda Vashish. Because you never hear her every week. <laughs> and another super special guest is Pramod Kumar Burawalli. Because he's never here. <laughs> but now he's here and looking as outraged as ever. I think he's going to talk about intolerance in mind podcast. I will. I you will? <laughs> I hope you haven't turned off the podcast by now. If you haven't, you've made an extremely wise choice. If you have, too bad. I will see you next week. But <laughs> So this week, we are going to talk about a lot of newsy things. Um, and one newsy thing in US, Donald Trump. <laughs> because no one seems to be talking about anything else. Well, actually, another thing also, oil prices. But the, um, but, that's but everything later. comes down to Donald Trump. Uh, no matter Donald what Trump. you say, everything is about Trump right now. Trump yeah. is trumping everything. So I was I tweeted this, Sunanda, and uh, before we get into a discussion on other topics, I had to talk a couple of minutes about this because the Iowa primaries caucuses happen tomorrow. Uh, everyone wants to know what's going to happen. I have been following U.S. elections for a long time, and so have you. Especially the last three elections, I think three of us have watched it very closely. I have never seen so much enthusiasm around a primary as much as I've seen before these primaries. You have to, like, I, I saw a complete, like, nonchalance of people be- approaching the presidential No, I elections. remember a lot of uh, buzz around Obama primaries, also Obama no, uh, I know. Hillary so, primary. So th- that also. is what I tweeted. Because remember, they were going neck to neck. Right. <coughs> and at that time, also, Republicans did not have a clear front runner. Yeah, I mean, they haven't had a, Republicans haven't had a clear front runner in a while. I think after um, McCain. They haven't had no, a... No, 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 not even McCain. In 2008, Mike Huckabee won Iowa. Yeah, Mike yeah. Huckabee won Iowa. So, uh, it was, that was the interesting thing. Mike Huckabee is still there. I mean, uh, and he's there. <laughs> so, he's there. That's all he is. <laughs> that's all he is. So, um, my point is that this, there was a buzz about Obama and Hillary, no doubt. But the kind of investment, like, not amongst just political watchers. You have comedians, uh, people on the street. I see, US, people on the street don't talk as much politics I mean, even though if, it'll be two weeks before elections. No, they don't. Yeah. So, so that is what is I've seen uh, change. Because there is a um, joker in the game right now. So he's a know. big entertainer. If he's a joker or a trump card, pun fully intended. <laughs> but it, it's almost like um, uh, an outsider. You know, all these people, they come and say that we are outsiders in Washington. But Trump really is an outsider. This is the so, first time. This is the first time. The, the outsider, there have been other attempts also, but this is the first time somebody who is not tied into a party system yeah. has never been uh, an affiliated party member Member. who would vote on an Iowa caucus or a New Hampshire caucus, yeah. then uh, enable that vote to be, you know, become, be counted. He is unconventional because first of all, he brings a lot of that uh, middle ground approach becoming uh, being a Republican from up north. Yeah. This is again not happened uh, not for a long, for a long time. time. Uh, secondly, he breaks convention on, he borders on uh, support for big business, mm-hmm. but then he also borders on his taxation uh, plan, you see. Yeah. I mean, that would uh, probably put a Democrat to shame or something. And his uh, liberal policies <coughs> when it comes to some of the uh, 
uh, women's related issues, some of the stance he has taken, he could as well carry New York even. And can I, can, I, can I suggest something very interesting? Because what you say, said about Trump, that Trump was this true outsider. Don't forget that Hillary's challenger on the other side, Bernie, was an independent from 1979 to 2015. He was an independent senator from Vermont, not affiliated to a party. Of course, his views were left of center, leftist views, no question about that. So even on the Democrat side, you are seeing an outsider which has pushed Hillary to the left. And right now she's almost, Hillary is the best probably spokesperson for the Obama no, regime. No, I, I, cl <laughs> I classify this as an outsider versus a loner. I, I don't classify Bernie Sanders as an outsider, outsider per se. In because he has because been in the political he's been game. In the political and, system. Uh, this one has a completely non-political entity who's given money every But you have to understand. No, no, but you have to uh, understand. Oh, sorry, finish uh, up. And, uh, then and Bernie has probably a seriously set an independent record. There is a very big respectability for independence in this country. Mm. And to maintain that independence, opposing the war in Iraq, mm. but then when it comes to national security policies, he was never against going after Osama bin Laden. So that is a very attractive. Now, what you, goes you, you, against um, uh, Trump is his body language, first of all, his, his brashness, his brusqueness. He is not very polite, uh, which people expect politicians to be. I'm just telling you what is going against him. Uh, he's not very polite. His foreign policy is completely messed up, but he has already said that I don't have to run the foreign policy. I'll get the right people to do it. His um, economics is okay um, at the moment but what really goes against him is the fact that he respects no one but I'll tell you something I am not a Trump supporter I think he's a is I mean I don't even know what but I mean he's completely crazy and some of his yeah. statements he made against Latinos I mean completely ridiculous completely statements ridiculous. no one can endorse him and I'm certainly but no I a, he has he does not have my endorsement uh, either he as a completely independent political watcher I think his abrasiveness or his lack of respect is get, getting him votes because people, a lot of his supporters seem to be frustrated that. with Washington. He's like, here is this guy who's talking to them in the language that we want to talk to them. Yeah, exactly. Right? So this, as I said, hatred. this is not about me or this is not about, huh. this is, if no, I he, put my political hat on, a uh, political commentator on. what is ever leave it off? <laughs> sometimes. But what is, what goes, what is working for um, Trump is exactly what Adit said. People are frustrated with Washington, people are frustrated with politics and they actually want to speak to these those guys the way uh, but then but then but then this process started with the tea party other this is what yeah. i've i've always said that the institutionalizing of anger by the tea party crowd within the republican party started about two or three years ago mm -hmm. there's never a question when uh, mitt romney lost the la uh, last elections uh, i think that the anger was that there is nobody representing the true conservative values when it comes to both economics and also the social policies Trump doesn't represent both. No, but I'll tell you that. But, oh. but the failure of the Tea Party to prop up a proper alternative has been encashed completely by Trump because now people are also angry against the Tea Party. Yeah. So the anger, the so-called angry birds from Tea Party <laughs> now have to face anger themselves. Yeah. Now, Jerry Falwell, the, the evangelist, <laughs> televangelist supporting uh, 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 Trump, is a bit of a, I would say, 
political uh, calculation that he is picking the states he is looking at the map of the united states picking the states where he needs to make a headway getting the most respectable person to come and endorse him and then try to carry that no but i have to add something to that see tea party was a movement or whatever but they never propped up an individual face who was that powerful pan nationally us presidential elections are a lot on individual as well that's how obama won the primaries in 2008 a lot of people had written off saying that hillary is going to sweep through just like every time hillary stands hillary is going to sweep through but Trump was this individual towering figure who you know and that's what i always say that no. you can tell whatever you want about trump yeah. one thing you can't tell he's not a hypocrite wo dil mein jo aata hai wahi but um, to wrap this up because we are um, a lot of um, people from india also listen to us what happens um, to us indo relations with trump presidency if it were to happen i don't see any changes i think it might even be good for india it, it is it is an autopilot right it's on now autopilot i don't right think now. i don't I think India needs I to be worried about. I think he made a off-the-cuff statement also that, that India, India is doing, doing very well. Yeah, uh, he probably heard. He probably heard about the progress that yeah. India and US are doing on the uh, military front also yeah. at that time when he was making that. Statement. And support for India at the moment is bipartisan. I don't think Trump presidency is going to affect ma, ma, that. Uh, what? India uh, Indians should be looking. Indian, I mean, India watchers like us, mm. you know, should be looking into this. Is in the us india relationship has probably moved beyond uh, from the microcosm of viewing it with pakistan yeah it is not intertwined yes this peace talks and the stuff no, no, peace talks and stuff might be happening on the you know on the that but the engagement on different fronts is slowly moving apart like india us engagement is happening on a different level yeah. so trump coming it i don't see that that Changes. I think that um, template is already set. Um, and plus, a lot of people say, it, um, and the State Department makes the foreign policy in United States. Yeah. So I don't see that how how is that going to change. What I'm really intrigued in saying is, if Trump at all becomes a president, what is going to be his relationship with the Senate and so forth, and who the hell is going to be in this cabinet? He's he is going to be at loggerheads with everyone. He is at loggerheads with he, everyone. We'll he see. will try to channelize that uh, yeah. against the. but by the way the problem that he will have first of all from the get go is uh, both the senate and the congress the majority lies with the republicans so mm. the, he can't bypass uh, the uh, the thought process that he can get things done now that yeah. their uh, president is sitting with two houses with in which they have the majority and he says that i can't legislate that will be a very big sticking point for yeah. him he will be very very strong on the economic front this is my gut feeling is because he he is one person who feels that a, a lot of the uh, sops that the big business were getting should be accorded to, uh, accorded to the small business and that is very important never wow. never has it happened when some big businessman wow. himself is proposing the tax breaks and the uh, loopholes that they have used to bypass the system to wow. be given to the small and medium enterprises never let's hold our before. horses we don't know what's yeah, going to yeah, happen we'll, we'll just, find out yeah, tomorrow we'll find, no not tomorrow but we'll find out no, 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 we'll find out the trends right. yeah. no no io has a, a way of predicting who the democratic nominee has, has been. been 46 to 50% of the time on the democratic mm, yeah. and the, they have predicted it uh, from so 1972 yeah so we probably know your support helps us bring you new voices fresh voices and credible voices thank you for supporting this mind podcast support for this mind podcast is being brought to you by vamsi um, abhishek and david thank you so in 
part one was a very interesting <coughs> discussion on the US elections. I, I can assure you this is the first of uh, or a precursor to the extended coverage that you're going to see on Mindmakers. I mean, being an Indo-American website, we want to definitely cover uh, from both. So uh, you'll see a very interesting uh, coverage of the Indo uh, of the American elections from an Indo-American perspective and from definitely from an Indian perspective as we'll be writing and so forth. So anything you want to quickly add about the coverage, Sunanda? What, are we, what can people expect from Mindmakers? Um, they can expect a lot of um, coverage on um, what is happening on ground. They can also expect a lot of um, articles from the Indo-American community, how they are feeling exactly. about it. Uh, so we will um, be bringing, we'll be, uh, you know, completely bring the best of coverage. That uh, we and it's afford. not like... And everything that um, people in India would like to know about this presidential elections, because we also understand uh. their trepidations and their um, concerns. So we'll be addressing both um, you know, constitu constituencies. Oh, and once the candidates are decided by both the um, the political dispensations, we can do an analysis possibly on their policies and policies, what they are yeah. saying that their policies will look like and yeah. compare it and contrast it with Obama's policies. Yeah, Maybe and how? Yeah, and, and how, how this will how it will affect it India? This will be like we'll also have webcasts and stuff like that. So, yeah. uh, Mindmakers is your destination. Yeah, uh, definitely for that. Um, so, anyways, moving to more uh, domestic Indo-centric issues. Mm. India centric issues and for us it is foreign na? no <laughs> no for you fir bhi dil hai hindustani hum to indian hi hai bhai so or um, but talking about india centric issues right now and what was a very interesting thing was um, i shouldn't say interesting very tragic i saw uh, last year it was my home state of gujarat that saw you know hardik patel and his Gundas doing what they did in Ahmedabad and you know what not and now it's your home state of uh, Andhra or uh, uh, your old home state of Andhra now he's a Telanganite <laughs> so no it's so, it, it, this is one issue that um, can continues to have regional pockets wherever there is a, a community that is politically underrepresented this community, the Kapu, Kapu community, you mean, Kapu is underrepresented politically. Is at this point, not in power, meaning that caste or grouping is not enjoying political power. In mm. the in the case of the uh, Telangana, TRS is um, a party run by Velamas, another forward caste. Mm. Um, then um, the opposition is the Reddies in. Uh, so help Congress. me explain uh, which caste is um, currently uh, in. In has political favor in yes. uh, Andhra, so, so not in, Telangana. In Andhra Pradesh, the residual state of Andhra Pradesh, the the community that is enjoying political power are the Kammas or Chaudharis who mm -hmm. are uh, essentially agrarian, but then they have branched the past 30-35 years into mm -hmm. businesses, movies, and so many different. Anti Rama Rao is mm -hmm. from that community. The constant opposition to the Kammas have been Reddies. Again, mm -hmm. there is historical reason for that. They have fought wars and uh, what not. And uh, the Reddies have always dominated the Congress and now they are in the YSRC, YSR YSR Congress. Congress. Um, the other third large community um, today in Andhra Pradesh, uh, actually larger community which is Kapus, probably about 27 to 30% of the entire population uh, is underrepresented because they were earlier supporters of whoever was in power. Mm. So this time with Pavan Kalyan, the actor, 
they came on board and supported tdp 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 but then it is a, again uh, it was an alliance it was an alliance again that same grouping had its own political party in chiranjeevi's party prajarajam mm. party which, which merged with the congress, congress. so they lost chiranjeevi's brother younger yeah. brother, yeah. younger brother. So why he, has tdp uh, not reached out to kapus there is no way in the state constitution he can submit that 27% uh, their, their their demand is for them to be included in the bc no no uh, i'm not saying uh, that demand that demand jats have had that demand and our patels have gujars. had that demand the gujars have had that demand that's uh. not what i'm talking about i'm talking about political representation why has he not have political they, representation from kamas and kapus have always fought pitched battles ah. so there is no way uh today at least there is some sort of a silent understanding between kamas and kapus because of pavan kalyan and chandrababu naidu's no, outreach to them but then uh, pavan kalyan has not yet risen to the stature that he can be called a kapu leader he, mm-hmm. he considers himself to be a, a, a kind of a, a not a caste based leader but more of a region mm-hmm. uh, i would say a urban leader uh, this particular one uh, mudragada padmanabham who basically has stoked the fires was earlier with the bjp mm. then with the tdp then again had his own uh, dalliance with other other parties and now he wants to come up and uh, come out of the political hibernation process so in a sense what i'm what i'm understanding is and this is a question to you that in the sub in the subtext of this whole battle of reservation actually uh, lies the battle of political primacy and i'm not saying leadership it's primacy so that uh, maximum so that is the real message that is because so this is where it's but then it's not gujarat i was just just about to say that is where it's different from gujarat Gujarat. no no i was asked the the on on the face of it was still the reservation mm. battle that's why i prefaced with it that if you if somebody is just picking up two newspaper reports then they say gujarat mein bhi reservation ke upar hua and in andhra also this happened but the subtext in gujarat you already had a patel chief minister and and, and, and patels are um, uh, entrenched in political not the finance minister you know yeah, many ministers so are the kapus but not as powerful as the patels because they have never had chief ministers or people correct. who so that, that's had political so, that, that's why i use the word political primacy correct. instead of leadership correct yeah. yes they 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 are not economic they have a tourism minister na uh-huh. they have they had enough representative uh, representation both at the central and the state level but mm-hmm. they never had that kind of uniform because kapus itself is not a homogeneous caste or a class it it has so many different classes of kapus mm-hmm. also uh, some they are called differently in uh, royal seema they are actually yeah. called different they are probably already, different already included as uh, some of their subcastes are bcs in telangana so they are not homogeneous mm. uh, so from that they are trying to now build a monolith uh, organization and try to grab political power whoever is able to pacify the leadership for now this okay let me ask you this this is clear you have given us a background of this agitation i want to take it to a different level we are seeing these little agitations in across states now so there is this whole thing from patels to gujars to brahmin uh, brahmins in kerala they want um, reservations uh, so reservations are hot potato in india you cannot even talk about it you cannot touch it you cannot this thing in fact people say that um, bjp lost bihar because of that one uh, this thing yeah. from mohan bhagwat um we can discuss that later but my question is that where is this uh, madness going to stop i mean uh, we do say i say in a fit of um, this thing give everyone a reservation since everyone wants a reservation when everyone has reservation nobody has reservation but that's that's that is just in fit of anger but what i am saying is that what how are we going to handle this um, hot potato of reservations going further 
I, I think uh, the only way you can continue to handle this, uh, way BJP or Congress have handled it successfully is use the shield of the Supreme Court. There is no way the Supreme Court uh, will allow... You mean allow the 50% th- um, cap? Where you, ca- you have BCs and OBCs, SCs and STs have 50% of... Uh, the, the, mm. Again, do not have... I don't think there is a, a process for... Uh, going to the Supreme Court by any organization and stating that the 2011 census, Mm. which was done caste-based by the way, Mm. uh, take that numbers and say that now SCs are only 12%, so Mm. reduce that 15%. Again, Mm. SCST together is about 22%. 27% is given for BCs BCs and OBCs. So, if somebody says that now in this particular state, the SC population is 30%, in case in point is Punjab. Punjab. And they say that, well, how can you only give us 15% when our numbers are 30%? Mm-hmm. There's no BC, there's no mm-hmm. this thing. Now, on a state-to-state basis, you'll have to leave it to the High Court. The High Court will defer it to the Supreme Court. Put this so, in the legal framework and... Uh, yeah, you because think, I no, think, there is no political no, answer no, to uh, this. No, there is no political... Because I, I think I the corollary to question is... I am a big votary that for the next 25 years, SC, STs, until they are mainstreamed into Hindu religion, fully accepted socially, economically, financially, politically. For them, I will continue to support 25 to 30 percent of a reservation in government jobs. Uh, for I the support SCST reservations for community. them, although I do but have a I problem with your uh, statement when you say mainstreamed in Hindu religion. They are already mainstreamed. No, in they are Hindu not religion. fully. I'll tell you why. Uh, they are not fully because the problem is if in the future if in the future there is a new identity that they are building whatever mm-hmm. it is historical di- uh, uh, discrimination or their feel of solidarity if they are grouped together mm-hmm. their sense of enjoying political power because ca- congress has assiduously uh, nurtured them now bjp has taken over that constituency uh, a 15 percent block that has historically felt discriminated if it f- does not come close to enjoying political power you tell me how many Dalit chief ministers are there, Sunandaji? Now, we were talking mm-hmm. just a few minutes yeah. ago about a, a BC uh, chief, uh, person who wants to be chief minister. Yeah. They are agitating. Mm-hmm. Why, why can't we have 20% of our uh, state chief ministers be f- from the Dalit community? You mean reserve, reserve, reserve that? There now? is discrimination, political discrimination. You have to accept that. Only then truths will start coming in. I am mm-hmm. a big votary of the thought process that let them be given as many swaps and I like the uh, policy that uh, Narendra Modi is coming up with as far as Dalit, uh, remember that uh, um, uh, Chamber of Commerce, Dalit Chamber of Commerce thing that he went to and then subsequently this yeah. Rohit Vemula thing happened. No, I accept uh, that but my question to you now is that you cannot just have, now it has come to the, because of Mandal okay. this thing, we don't need to go back to the, that uh, debate, know, everyone, one point. no just let me finish uh-huh. this, that um, this whole Mandalization of this whole thing, how uh-huh. are we divide, separating um, SCST reservation with OBC reservation. Adit, you can say it now. Before we get to our uh, next topic, um, I do want to say that this is Mindmakers production. This Mind podcast is brought to you by the Mindmakers team. This uh, podcast is produced and edited by Adit Kapadia with the help of our team in India. The panelists for the um, podcast are Adit Kapadia, Pramod Kumar Buravalli, and Sunanda Vashisht, which is me. So what I was saying was a natural corollary to your question is that the debate over reservation and merits. When are we ever going to see that debate 
happen now i am not saying that it it it, it uh, as long are, as long as caste remain in hinduism the caste an ideal scenario would be have to dissolve one day or the other we have reached a point where the clear distinction of whether you are a vegetarian or non vegetarian other than these two distinction i do not see a distinction today i have lot of friends who basically other than eating beef uh, they have everything in common and some uh, intercaste marriages are happening but the complete dissolution of caste dissolution if it happens and that leads to a new modern hinduism that basically only has vegetarians and non vegetarians as the only differentiating factor until that time today christianity is surviving because there is uniformity especially in the melting pot called america where a german person with german ancestry will marry somebody with italian ancestry they have all the same sort of habits one and india has to become a true melting pot example for hinduism to begin with hinduism itself has to reform constantly reform itself to the point that there should be some perfection that can be achieved it is very close if it if it can be attempted mm-hmm. and that is why i call narendra modi a civilizational leader because with or without being a prime minister and rather without being a prime minister also hinduism needs leadership it is not india that leads needs leadership so until that time it happens and if dalits feel discriminated for whatever reason whether they were historically discriminated or not that's not the point is if they are feeling discriminated even today in this day and age what is hinduism doing to alleviate that concern no and but and, until that time i am a big votary to continue which is okay i take some of your points i have a little bit of disagreement but we are running short of time but my point is who is going to lead this conversation and when will this come? i agree that about I, your I, time I, but so I, you, I will tell you uh-huh. today narendra modi has the moral, moral authority right. to do i'm that. coming to that i'm coming yeah exactly the point i was coming to so because the, the question is do you lead this pol, uh, this conversation from a social uh, point of view or a political point of view because these these two things intertwine a lot when you're talking about such issues a conference of nicaea that is what was convened by emperor constantine in 300 ad where they burned all older versions of bible the bible that is known today is basically because of that post nicene conference same or similar event has to happen for hinduism unless that happens all the swami ji's guru ji's everybody have to come together and at this point the biggest concern i have with hinduism is nobody listens to anybody could they have they operate within their own silos and only narendra modi is drawing that respect respectability and the the stature to be able to at least convene that conference whether it becomes successful or not i am a big fan of srikant talagiri mm. he has chrono- i know that we are coming up with an interview he has he has em- embarked on a process adit and as a jain uh, you would also understand this perfectly well both the uh, sister mm. religions of jainism and hinduism have had a chronology but today in this modern age the past 100 years there is no ac- acceptance for the chronology because everybody is operating in their silos i have always said put put all these dharma gurus in jail <laughs> have them come up with one version of hinduism <laughs> I... there is no need for this i'll tell you sunanda ji i am i i love hinduism same goes with uh, jainism same goes with, there is a version that everybody has to agree with i disagree with all of you here my thing is But even that yourself they... Uh, with both of you <laughs> i do <laughs> not think <laughs> that there will ever be one version of hinduism because there uh, is chronology i didn't say version 
Ram's uh, Ramayan because story. because you uh, and I are both Hindus, but no, the way you no, no, do puja in your house and no, no, the way no, no, I do puja no, in no, my no. house is different. I didn't call about uniformity. I, I, we are I, never going no, to have no, uniformity. No, 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 I'm not talking about. I want uniformity. you to make that point no, clear. I'm not saying we should have a pope. I'm not saying everybody should. Uh, when you five. say that we, we don't no, no, listen I'm, to anybody, I'm, that's a very problematic statement. No, about chronology. Yeah, chronology. Why I can't agree you with. agree that Rama and Krishna were historical figures, albeit they were avatars? Yeah. A physical Rama existed. He existed eight thousand years ago or five thousand years ago. Agree on something and move on with it. Don't tell me that they were there ten lakh years ago. Yeah. No. Don't tell me. Adit, one minute. I know your Jaina version will also come. I want these people who have enormous responsibility for the Hinduism of tomorrow to come together, discard whatever it is, and form the consensus. That is what Adi Shankara Acharya did. Yeah. Up until that time, they were fighting amongst themselves. Adi Shankara, for for his thirty-three years of life, went around the country, brought in uniformity, and that is what took on Buddhism. Yeah. Unless you bring everybody together, you cannot solve this problem. डिबेट but what uh, what what brings me to this point is that these you start with chronology because i agree with that you start with dating and ex- go to a certain baseline that here is where we start the debate from when you don't know what's the beginning point of your debate you are never going to get to the end you are only going to run around in circles yeah. and it, uh, the fears that dharma gurus have that there is a religion or a culture or a civilization older than ours does not exist because there all the older religions or cultures are gone Yeah. The only thing that survives today is Hinduism and Jainism and some other versions of animist religions here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All I am saying is to bring uniformity, to agree to say that there was discrimination historically for various reasons. Yeah. Like my my thought process was a king would attack the neighboring king and use the persons who are disaffected and try to exploit that situation. Yeah. That is what was happening historically. You can't deny that fact. so at least try to do that and only i agree i um, you know this whole caste madness and all that that's happening right now reservation madness and all um, uh, temporarily what you said is put it in the legal um, uh, you know legal houses and let the courts decide but eventually for the long term i do agree that uh, you know there has to, to be you owe it to our future generation yeah, to give them a this, new modern yeah. and a chronologized hinduism which i agree my only point was when should this conversation start and that is the moot debating Let point modi lose this elections in 2019 <laughs> that is the only thing he should be doing i don't think that is going yeah, to happen yeah yeah what what else he will continue to after prime minister for 25 want, years uh, no no what? but why are let him be for 10 years no. you want rahul gandhi for 5 years no. after you have donald trump in us <laughs> as much as i that would be a very interesting competition i don't want india to have that no. uh, debate my, my, trump my and rahul gandhi is in I spoke in a, a, a bit of a haze. Huh. I would rather have Narendra Modi become uh, detached with the post of Prime Minister after ten or fifteen years and take that 
capital that he has he would have achieved so many good things for india there would have been so so much uh, uh, economic progress but at that time a conference of nicaea there is a good template christians yeah. are very smart at templatizing everything yeah ek bar dekh lo what did they do what did emperor constantine do yeah he burnt all the older versions said this is the chronology we'll follow move on with it khatam yeah. i don't know about conference of nicaea or something but if i recall you know that there was some con- attempts being made to have such conversations among the gurus of jains also like you know all the Mar- all the acharya should sit decide it, on the agams and so forth and again the the point was about da- the point should have been about dating only not to make it a big monolith which it be- cannot be because, because no no it, it doesn't in jainism also even so we are such a micro minority it still is not a monolith degambaras terapanthis and even within those so many subsets the last chronology attempt was done they were only able to chronalize uh, uh, mahavira and uh, his uh, predecessor yeah. that is the only two people they were able to i'll tell you why they they don't like chronalizing as soon as chronology chronolo- chronology happens then all the things that they have talk, been talking about ki 1 million 2 million 100000 dal denge na all those get debunked yeah and let them let was it. existing oh, there was a date yeah. Oh. and uh, his predecessor was existing Parshuna. there is a day parshnath was existing uh, and uh, these two when you start with that and go backward ha, nahin, but also nevinas has been pluralized because of you know him being related to krishna according to jainism version but anyways that is a debate for another day because we are running short of time but fascinating points i mean yeah. this is let's see if what what happens and what colors do these debates take but uh, till then i mean you know we will be here contemplating and deciding about it uh, before we want to wrap up uh, the podcast with a very quick discussion on what is happening uh, in jammu and kashmir Uh, and what is the way forward so uh, for the last segment pramod he was so overwhelmed by the impassioned by the passionate intervention he, he made how that he left <laughs> just like a guru he unhone apna de diya farman aur fir nikal gaya he couldn't take it anymore he couldn't yeah. he did not want to talk about kashmir so uh, we uh, t- t- but sunanda i don't give her an option when it's kashmir she has to talk so uh, What do you think, Sunanda? How do you view uh, the current constitutional crisis in Kashmir? Oh. And I use the word very responsibly. That yes. it is a very, very responsible of the Mehbooba Mufti-led PDP. I'll tell you, when we started it all, I thought she was playing hardball with uh, BJP. Mm. I did not think that she does not want to be the chief minister. I thought she wants to be the chief minister, mm. but she is playing hardball with BJP, and she is trying to um, get concessions mm. from them. Concessions. So I still think that. I still think that she is trying to get concessions on three points. She is getting trying to get concessions on putting 370 on the back burner that we will not even talk about it. She we will not probably BJP would have even agreed to not talking about uh, this thing just to save the government but she is wanting them to say it in public and write it nobody is going to give it to her in writing how can BJP give it yeah. in writing that um, how can the prime minister of the country say 370 will not talk about oh, and he himself has said, said. so she is wanting them she is putting them in a very tough spot she is uh, wanting concessions on 370 she is wanting concessions on ASPA um, and she is also wanting concessions on um, ASPA for our listeners who don't know is AMS forces special powers act and and she is wanting concessions on um, you know the money that is being sent um, uh, uh, to um, in this thing for flood relief for and all that See, so that is the problem i don't know how much bjp can give in 
एंड एट द मोमेंट इट सीम्स दैट वी आर हेडेड टूवर्ड्स द क्राइसिस एज वी आर रिकॉर्डिंग दिस पॉडकास्ट द गवर्नर हैज कॉल्ड दम कॉल्ड बीजेपी एंड पी डी पी सेपरेटली टू टॉक अबाउट दिस एंड बीजेपी इज ऑलरेडी मेड इट स्टैंड नोन दैट वी आर गोइंग टू टेल दैट वी आर सपोर्टिंग पी डी पी इन वट एवर सेंस इट एंड दिस इज एक्जैक्टली वट आई वॉज टू वीक्स अगो दैट बीजेपी शुड डिग इन देर हिल्स बिकॉज यू नो दे प्रोबली हैव मेड सम कंसेशन वेन दिस गवर्नमेंट move and it is unfair to the people of jammu and kashmir my last bit on this would be i think what mehbooba is doing is she has lost a lot of ground in kashmir maybe because of the support to bjp or is in support she was seen as a softer version so what she is doing is ki i will dig in my article 370 is still emotive and so is afspa i will lo- if i have to lose my government i will lose it on those issues maybe in a re-election, re-election. she'll get it back yeah. but jammu and kashmir as sunanda has said time and again is not your usual state you cannot have elections every year no. not you can have not that you can have it in every, every state, state but, but here it is definitely not. not because it's a security nightmare huh. so i don't know we don't know what is going to happen it is but, um, uh, whatever it is whatever it is i personally would like bjp not to give in too many concessions uh-huh. even though it is a, um, you know we know the uh, no, reality of saying, jammu and kashmir promote, when you were saying about yeah. national security yes national security is paramount yeah. right now it's but, gun, but, the governor's rule but they should also think uh, not given beyond a point i don't know how much bjp can give in but we'll see we'll, we'll talk see. about it uh, in next in podcast as podcast. well and uh, um, we'll yeah. see how this goes but for now i would like to thank you all for joining in do keep supporting my makers like us on facebook follow us on twitter we'll be back next week with more discussions this is adit signing off from houston thank you